Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, Freedom Fighters, to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. We are very, very much of a threat to the kingdom of darkness, to Satan, our adversary. He is mad right now because you have taken your time in this day, in this season to meet the needs of God and yourself and those that you are called to serve, the land and the regions in which you are assigned to. So I am just proud to partner with you as we partner with him the Holy Spirit. I'm just proud to be a part of the process. Glory be to God. So dear Heavenly Father, I thank you this day, Father. Father God, I give you now, Father, your daughters, Father, as we commit, Father, to your will, as we partner, Father, our hearts, Father, as we surrender, Father, all that we are, are there all that we are not in the name of Jesus. Father God, I just thank you, Father, that you are building us, that you are teaching us, that you are growing us, Father, as we continue to seek your face. As we move through 2022, Father, we know that you have something for each and every one of us, Father. You have something for us to do, Father. You have something for us to say. You have somewhere for us to go, Father. And we just ask, Father, that you will teach us, that you will train us by the power of the Holy Spirit. That, Father God, that we will allow ourselves to loose all of us, Father, and allow you to pour all of you inside of us. Father, we just thank you, Father, for the opportunity. We thank you, Father, for being able to become boldly before your throne of grace that we no longer father have to go through a chief priest but you have stood in the gap as our chief priest in the name of Jesus for you've laid on the cross and you have secured salvation from us for us. Father, we thank you, Father, for saving us from eternal hell. We thank you, Father, for securing our freedom in the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you, Father, as we enter into this first day of fasting. Father, that you will empower your daughters, that you will strengthen your daughters. Father, that you will release your will upon their lives as they continue to journal, to sit in 
in silence and to soak in your presence. Father, as they present themselves as a living sacrifice unto you, Father, we just pray, Father, that you will impart, Father, wisdom, freedom, obedience, liberty, salvation, Father, and the blessings and the breakthrough of the Lord that you have decreed and declared for their lives. Father, I thank you now that it is already so, that you are already moving, that you are already ministering to them, that you are already, God, opening the doors of heaven, those doors that have been locked for centuries, doors that have been locked for years because of their obedience and fasting, because of them sitting before you to hear you, to see you, and to serve you. Because of that alone, Father, that you will abundantly bless them, that you will, Father, open up and show them, Father, your hand, your heart, your mind, and your will. Father, as it is being perfected in their lives, I just thank you now for your daughters that are here tonight and for your daughters that will come tomorrow and for those that will listen to the replay that are not able to make it for whatever reason, Father. We just thank you in advance, Father. We thank you, Father. We give you, Father, our praise. We give you, Father, our worship. We give you, Father, our minds. We give you our bank accounts. We give you our checkings and savings accounts, Father. Everything that you have given to us, Father, we give it back to you. And Father, we just pray, Father, that you will filter through everything that we have, everything that we will receive in the name of Jesus. May it glorify you. May it uplift you. May it empower others. May it edify your kingdom. Everything that we do, everywhere that we put our hand and our hearts to, not just in this season, but in the seasons to come, prepare us, Father, as we are waiting and preparing those that are women in waiting for marriage, as we are waiting and readying ourselves for our kingdom spouses. Father, just show us what we are to say, how are we to move, what we are, where we to, where we are to go, what we are to do. Father, we just ask that the Holy Spirit, Father, that he move, that he lead us, that he guide us and all of our ways, Father, that we don't allow the enemy, Father, to distract us, that we don't allow the enemy, Father, to deceive us in this season, Father. So I just pray the discernment of Jesus. I pray that you strengthen the discernment of your daughters this day, Father God. I thank you. I bless you. I glorify you. I love you in the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all right now with the sound of your voices in your homes, give God the glory right now in the name of Jesus. We give you the praise, Father. We give you our praise, Father. We give you our praise. We give you our praise in the name of Jesus. Father God, you didn't have to wake us up today, but you did. Father God, you have saved us and some of us healed from COVID-19 and other sicknesses and disease. And Father, you took up and bore up our sickness on the cross. And we just thank you, Father. We just thank you, Father, for your healing power. 
We thank you, Father, for divine connections in this season, Father. We thank you, Father, for the divine love and the unconditional love that you show us daily. Some of us don't even have our natural fathers in our life, but you, Father, have stood in and become our Father in the name of Jesus. Father God, you have shown us, Father, where those have, dis have, have betrayed us, where those have disappointed pointed us. Father, where we have fallen short of the glory of God, you have yet showed us your face. You have showed us your hand. You have come at the 11th hour in the name of Jesus and saved us from destruction. You have saved us from despair and hopelessness where it didn't seem like there was any hope, like there was no one around, like no one understood you. No matter what you said, you felt like you were speaking in a foreign language because no matter what no one understood what you were speaking what you were saying as you have continued to seek the face of the father and to build your relationship father to open up doors of opportunity for us in the name of Jesus for many did not understand why we had to disconnect many didn't understand why we had to let go many are not going to understand why in the days to come that things are going to shift for you in the realm of the spirit and the father is going to open up doors and he's going to close some doors from some things that you don't even need to be a part of some places you don't need to go any longer some friendships that have played themselves out and it is time to close the door on some friendships on some relationships on some situations that you have held on for too long so i'm telling you now if you have heard the spirit of the lord tell you to let it go let it go. Let that be your word today. Let that be your revelation today that you have the power and the strength to let it go as you partner with him for those things because he wants to bless you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to set you free from bondage and oppression of your past, from past traumas in the name of Jesus. He wants to release you from those that have hurt you. He wants to heal you in the name of Jesus. It is God's portion for you this day to walk in healing, to walk in freeness, to be healed and happy and whole. He wants to free you from oppression and depression. He wants to free you from anxiety. He wants to free you from panic attacks. He wants to free you from those nightmares and those night terrors and those that have slandered your name and those that have spoken against you, those that have declared word curses over your life. He wants to break those things off of you so that you can see the freedom of the Lord Jesus Christ come forth in your life, come forth in your life. And right now, today, as we proceed tonight, as we come together as daughters of the King, as we come together as joint heirs, as we have received an inheritance, our father is a King and you are an inheritance. You have
have received an inheritance in Christ Jesus. Stop limiting yourself. Stop limiting yourself from where you are and where you once were. God has so much more for your life. He has so much more. I never saw my life the way that it is today, but it wasn't until I let go and let God. It was not until I allowed the spirit of the Lord to refine me, to purify me, to prune me, to purge me, until I allowed him to separate me so he could elevate me, until I allowed him to move freely in my life so that he could stir up and activate those gifts that he had placed inside of me that were predestined before my birth in the name of Jesus. Some of you are still holding on to disorders, diseases, sickness, anxiety. This happened, this ran in my family. My mama got it. My cousin had it. My, my mama's always had issues in this area. My daddy had, but it stops today. It stops today. You must decide and make the decision in your mind this day, who will you serve? Will you serve Satan or will you serve God? There is no in between. You must make a decision. Who will you serve? You it's either one or the other. And if you're not serving God, you are automatically working in the kingdom of darkness. How do I know? I spent more than half of my life working for the kingdom of darkness. And the devil is a liar. So I will spend the rest of my life this day through eternity and beyond eternity, worshiping the word of God, worshiping Jesus Christ, worshiping him because the devil had enough of my life. The worst thing he could have ever done was allowed me to stay in bondage. The years that I allowed him to be in bondage over my life, because when the Lord stepped in and set me free, there's no way I would even consider going back. There's no way I would consider going back and you got to make the decision even in this fast. Am I moving forward or am I going back? What are you going to do? Because he will not force his will upon your life. He will not. He will not. He will not. You don't have to show up at 6 p.m. You don't have to show up at 6 a.m. You don't have to do it. But I'm telling you now, if you want to see the face of God, if you want to see some change, if you want to come out of a spiritually stagnant space, if you want to move from your now to your next, if you want to see the blessings of the Lord come to pass for your life, you got to do something different. You can't cut, you can't keep praying those same prayers that you memorized. You can't keep praying those prayers from back in the day, from back. No, you got to learn how to praise God, how to worship God, how to dig a well in prayer. You've got to learn how to commit yourself, how to allow yourself to be disciplined in the word of God, in the will of God, and to make the decision that you're going to choose him over Satan. Glory be to God. Choose this day who you will serve. This ain't just about a ring or just marriage. This is so much more. It is connected to your destiny. Your decisions are connected to your destiny. 
period. That's, 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 it, it, it just ain't no way around it. You're either going to fulfill it or you're going to fail and not fulfilling it. You will fulfill it with God. You will not with Satan. That's it. There is no in between. Neutrality is a sin. Sitting on the fence will not work for you. Not in 2022, not in 2021. Double-mindedness is demonic. You must choose. Double-mindedness is the same as being bipolar. Ain't there, there is no two nothing, no bisexual, no bipolar, no nothing. It's, it's you, you serve one true and living God. One true, there is not two, there is not three. It ain't the one you like and the one I like and the one over here. There's only one way into the kingdom of heaven. And that is through Jesus Christ, period. So if you are not serving, building, advancing the kingdom of God, then that means you are automatically serving the kingdom of Satan, period. Ain't no, I can do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and I can pray this day and not pray. No, you must make a decision. Are you going to be a lukewarm Christian or are you going to be on fire for God? Are you going to be a casual Christian and, and, and just doing what you want when you want? Or are you going to press in through to the presence of God to receive the promises of God? Because I promise you, they're stored up. Many are released, have already been released in the realm of the spirit, and they swirling around in the third heaven somewhere or trapped in the second heaven somewhere. And you trying to figure out why things are not moving forward for you, but you don't understand that it's your obedience or lack of obedience, or it is a work curse or a generational curse or something that is hindering the kingdom of heaven and the blessing that's been released from coming through. Why do you think people do the Daniel fast, right? Daniel prayed and his prayer was released day one, but it was 21 days before that prayer for the angel was able to even come through to say, hey, we've been fighting. We've been fi I've been fighting the kingdom of Persia. The Persian empire was a beast. If you read anywhere in the scripture. Beast. We've been up there fighting Persian gods. I got loose. Michael came to help me to tell you your prayer has been answered. The blessing is here, but we've been fighting for 21 days. There are some of you that are fighting battles you were born into that's hindering your marriage. That's hindering the things of God. These are things, there are witchcraft altars that have been erected in your bloodline. And literally, you have great, 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 great grandparents that have given generations of grandchildren to demons. And whenever that happens, the Satan always collects on his debt. Satan collects. So you could pray, 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 pray. 
But if you're not praying and you are opening up the doors to sin and you are coming into covenant with those prior covenants, all you're doing is strengthening the covenant. All you're doing is strengthening the covenant that was made however many generations prior. Now you've come into agreement through your own sin. That's why repentance is necessary. Daily repentance is necessary for yourself and for your future generations, for your children, because your future is on the line. Satan has stolen a piece of your destiny. Satan has stolen your marriage. Satan has stolen your finances. You didn't think you, you surely didn't think it was God and no parts of him, right? So you must learn as you sit with the Holy Spirit, he will reveal it. the kingdom of light will always reveal the enemy's hand, period, okay? The only person and the only things that operate in darkness is Satan. So if you confuse if you don't understand, if you feel if there's some secrecy going on, that listen, that's Satan. That ain't God. God said he will never withhold any good thing from you, period. So if you don't have it, you need to ask one or two questions. Is it because it's held up or is it because it is God that is withholding it for a time, for a season or whatever the case may be? But the Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. You will not be deceived by the enemy. But it's a whole lot of things that have been stolen from your generational bloodline. There's a lot of things that have been stolen all the way down to, to your marriage. All the way down. I just discovered this last this past weekend that chronic singlehood was a, was a thing. I did not know. Chronic singlehood. Demonic. Right? Grandma single, great-great-grandma, cousin, all your aunties single, ain't nobody got a man, can't nobody keep a man, can't nobody nothing. And everybody's just like, well, I guess this is just how it's gonna be. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. I don't know about you, but I'm breaking those curses. I'm burning up those altars. Whoever erected them, they coming down today in Jesus' name. They coming down today because I will not pass this down to my daughter, to myself. No, this is not my portion in Jesus' name. God has a godly man for you. God has a kingdom marriage for you. And it is not just to be wed and to have a wedding. It is to build the kingdom. So check your heart posture as you're preparing yourself in these days. As we are in this fast, this three-day Esther fast, I'm going to get into the topic of this night. I don't know where I went with that, but the Holy Spirit took off. So we just go where he go, right? We just go where he go. I always anticipate an hour. My freedom fighters already know. They probably got their snacks, their drinks, their juices. Look, Amber giggling. Look, because y'all know I let him move as he moves. I have something in my head. Next thing I know, we over here chasing demons in the middle of the night right <laughs> you know it's an attack coming on us right now it might happen in the next three days i don't know and we all gonna just bust out in prayer you be like okay she was just talking now we over here praying i don't know what's going on let me just pray 
right? <laughs> I'd be like, attack, let's go. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I see you laughing, Danielle, because they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Some of them, they don't know, baby. Yes. <laughs> don't, I can pull the song up. Who, who sing that song? They don't know. They don't know. Who song? What's the song? What's the song? Come on, y'all. Off topic, off topic, off topic. What's the song? They said, they don't know. They don't. Oh, some. they said, Rika Lay. Y'all get it. Get it. Got it. Good. Y'all get it. But you know what it is. Yeah. Glory be to God. But we are studying out of Esther. Um, the Lord called this fast. First of all, before I get too much further, I'm assuming that everybody knows me, um, but everybody does not. So I'll give you a brief bio. For those who do not know me, my name is Latina Jaliba. And yes, my last name is African. Um, and so I am not, it is my, I am, I was a divorcee. I am now waiting on my kingdom husband. So I actually kept the name because it was too much to deal with, with licensing um, for me. I was finishing up when I was going through my divorce, um, my master's and as a family nurse practitioner at the time. And it was um, a very challenging time of my life. But anywho, um, thank God for Jesus because he lived and I did too. So um, moving forward. I decided to hold on to my name. My maiden name is actually Johnson. I have a regular black name, Johnson. Um, but I have, Bria <laughs> laughing, um, 20 years, um, I have been a registered nurse. If there's any nurses out there, woo, woo, to all my nurses and all of the medical providers and those that are working out there in these fields, in these streets, it's rough out here for y'all. Um, there's a lot going on. But anyway, the... Um, the, the profession has changed quite a bit, but for 20 plus, okay, it's been over 20 years um, that I've been a registered nurse and I've been a family nurse practitioner for six years and counting. I am still a family nurse practitioner board certified. <laughs> so your girl got a lot of education. I have four degrees. Um, I had decided at one time, instead of I was a nurse and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to be a doctor. And then I got a degree in biology because I was going back to be a doctor. And then I came back and I said, no, I still like nursing. I like the bedside. Um, so I actually went back and got my master's um, to become a nurse practitioner. But I did not know that those years that I was not operating in the will of God, that he would use it in the spiritual realm. So now I am full, I'm in full-time ministry. The Lord has released me out of bondage, out of Egypt, <laughs> collecting a paycheck, working for Satan. Because them hospitals is corrupt with a capital C. But anyway, that that's another day, another conversation. Um, and so I have been released and set free. I'm give us free. I am not in bondage anymore. I'm not in bondage um, anymore. 
So I am now living flawed and free. Glory be to God. <laughs> and I work full time for Jesus. God is truly, as my sister would say, Tatum, Tamia, uh, God is my CEO and he is my CEO. And I am the COO. I am the chief operating officer of this ministry um, and of my life. And so I have given him everything, my education, my children, my mind, my man, my marriage, my money, my ministry. Shout out to Blessed and Bossed Up. Yes, shout out to my baby girl um, if she was here, but she already know what it is. So, um, you know, shout out to her and, and her team and, and, and some of the connections God has divinely connected me to. So I literally work full time now as a... I got a lot of titles. I hate titles, so uh, I, I, I don't do them too well. But um, there is an apostolic call in my life if you haven't picked it up yet. Um, apostolic and prophetic. So I'm apostolic prophetic. Um, I'm a prophetic intercessor. Um, but really, my biggest title, my greatest title of all, though I do deliverance as a deliverance minister, um, and spiritual warfare. I'm a spiritual warfare strategist, but listen, I am a servant leader above all because I serve God and the kingdom of God and the people of God. And that is whatever he calls me to do. I hate titles. I really dislike them. You can call me Tina, Latina, sis, cut. I, I ain't finna get offended. Like some of these folks out here be like, you will address me as such. I'd be like, okay, sis, right? <laughs> um, and I get the honor that comes with um, gifts and titles. And so I'm not being disrespectful. I have leadership that I submit to. Um, however, um, I believe, and I'm very strong in the ideal that we are all servants of God first and foremost. So my mission and vision for flawed and free, um, for those that work in the ministry, I see my baby essence, Alexis, and there are several others that are not here that work in this ministry. We first of all, serve the triune and the Trinity of God, meaning father, the God, the father, Jesus Christ, let's be clear. Cause some people, God is not the God that I serve. So Jesus Christ of Nazareth, if you really want to get specific, y'all might hear me say that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I gives him all of that. Um, and then the Holy spirit. And so we have a triune that we function under in flawed and free. And so as servants, we're first serving God, and then we are serving one another. And then we are serving you guys, which are the people of God. And so I told y'all, I, I mimic and mirror my ministry with the ministry of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I'm walking foot to foot, hand in hand with his. And so therefore, everything I do within this organization is Holy Spirit led. That brings me here to Flawed and Free. I have a podcast. I have an e-commerce store with faith-based t-shirts and apparel. Some of you guys have bought. Um, go check it out, theflawedandfree.com. If you think you might want a t-shirt, I got mugs and everything else. We also do custom work for kingdom businesses. And there's so much more that we do. I have a academy. I have a mentorship academy. Academy, um, where I teach and disciple. The focus is discipleship and training up women warriors and spiritual warfare and deliverance. That's my focus. 
That's my mantle and my call until God tells me to do something else. He tell me to go wash feet, sis finna go wash feet. He tell me to go serve and um, um, make plates. Sis is serving and making plates. I don't care about them titles. I don't care about them gifts. I don't care about them platforms. I don't care about none of that. I'm finna do. I'm thin to do. I'm thin to do. Hear me when I say everything that God tell me when he tell me in Jesus name. So pushing forward to our Esther fast, I'm excited that God has led you here. You could be a number of places, but the spirit of the Lord has led you here for a reason. God wants breakthrough for his daughters. He has plans for his daughters, and we are going to push through these three days. Do not give up on God, and do not give up on yourself, and do not give up on me, because I'm going to come look for you, because I see these names here. Look, don't be surprised. I got your email. My sis might send you a message like, uh, hello, hello, what, what, we giving up on God? That's what we doing today, right, right? I'm going to pray for you still and love on you, but to God be the glory. Do you know that there are only two books in the Bible that are named after women? Which ones are they? Quick, quick draw McGraw, who is it? Come on, y'all. To I told y'all we finna talk. Y'all didn't think I was just finna sit here and preach all night, did you? No, no, no. Yes. Yes. Ruth and Esther. Ruth and Esther. I better see everybody because this should be easy. This, 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 that ain't that hard. That was, that was the easy question. I may, I may not make them too hard, but you know. I missed the question. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I need you to pay attention, sis. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need... I'm writing at the same time. I, okay, Michelle, I'll give you grace. To God be the glory. I extend <laughs> grace to you now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I okay. it. the question was, um, do you <laughs> do you know the two books of the Bible? Well, now I said two, I just ruined it. But I was saying that there were only a couple of books in the Bible that were named after women. What were they? Oh, okay, Ruth and so since, so since you on my line, Esther, boop, boop, what is it? Ruth and Esther, come through Jesus, come <laughs> through Jesus. We are all in agreement, corporate agreement at that, because I see a whole lot of y'all that didn't put in the comments. Ruth and Esther's, Delisa said, no more academy. There will be discussion about the mentorship academy. The Lord has allowed me to open up a second semester of the Freedom Fighter Mentorship Academy. So yes, ma'am, to answer your question, there will be a semester two coming soon. So if you don't follow me, then you can, if you feel led um, on Instagram, I will be keeping you guys posted with when the new academy will begin. And I'm looking at March. And as long as the Holy Spirit says so, we will push forward in opening up that second semester of the academy um, as the Lord sees fit. So stay tuned if it's something you think you may be interested in. So thank you for your question, Delisa. Um, I was talking about the two books of the Bible. We are fasting. We're doing an Esther fast. Did you guys, I want to see hands on the screen. This is an accountability test. So y'all passed the quick quiz. Now we moving forward to the accountability test. I want to see all hands. If I don't see a hand, my assumption is you have not. 
the e-guides and the journals went out. There was reading for today. If you haven't, that's okay. There's still time. There were reading for tonight for Esther. Who did it? Hands, hands, hands. Who read it? If not, there's still time. Condemnation don't live here. So if it's not, there's still time. I highly suggest, and the reason why I'm asking is A, for accountability, um, not to punish you. This is not punishment. This is your fast. Whatever you put in, you will get out. Whatever you do not put in, you will not get out. Okay? That's just principle. That's just law. That's reaping and sowing. That's a basic kingdom principle. You reap what you sow. Okay? So you put in, you get back. You don't, you don't period. That's just how it goes. I love you anyhow. But um, we had reading today for Esther. Um, the first couple of chapters of Esther, you were to read and there was a journal prompt for today. That's personal. That's between you and God. We won't be discussing that unless someone has a question. But I'm saying that because as we continue to speak and talk tonight about marriage and kingdom marriage, I want to share some things that God gave me. And it's actually coming out of those books in the Bible. It's actually coming out of those first couple of books. So if you haven't read it, um tonight or when you can i know some of you work and sometimes this can you know this 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 life ain't easy right this life ain't easy but god will give you the grace and we're here together doing this you're not by yourself i keep telling y'all there's strength in numbers there is strength in numbers there's a lot of power in corporate prayer there's power in agreement and there's power in the word of god and so if you are continuing this fast and you are not partnering and meditating in the word, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have trouble. And I don't want that. I don't want that. I want you to be empowered with knowledge. I want you to receive revelation. This is not just coming to hear me talk because the whole point of fasting is to hear the voice of the Lord, to hear the voice of the Lord. And that is one way. Okay, good, good, good. I see some of you are working on it. Good job. Good job. Good job. Just keep going. Just keep going. Um, and so if some of you have not received, I see some comments coming up. It looks like Alexis is on it already. Um, you guys can put your hands down. Now, actually, let me scroll through the, the next pages here. We got some more people. It's okay. If for some reason you have not or you have not received it, let us know at info at theflawedandfree.com so we can make sure that you get this information. Um, we can make sure some, if you got Google, some of y'all stuff went into promotions email, spam, went into your spam. Um, but I, I really wanna encourage you to meditate and study the word of God because you can pray, but it is important to study his word. I'm telling you, I have received the most amazing revelations from God in scripture. So I really want you guys to stay focused as he leads um, in the word of God. So if he's leading you to additional scriptures or other scriptures, please follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. So it doesn't mean that you can only read out of Esther or that you won't be led to other scriptures that he may lead you to please follow his leading in the next in the days to come so Esther what I want to talk about is Esther and how she was appointed and how she was positioned and called first things first is 
she was set apart. If you recall from Esther 2, I'm going to pull up Esther 2, verse 8 and 9. Some of y'all might be lost if you ain't read it or, or reminded yourself of it. Some people know Esther frontwards and backwards, but that's fine. Um, but if not, grab your Bibles now because I would like to partner with you as we read the word of God and continue to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us tonight. So Esther, first thing I want you to write, for those that are taking notes, some of y'all note takers, is position, position, position. Very important. When you are building, growing, maturing, walking is your position. We must be honest with ourselves, with where we are. Where are you? Where are you positioned? Even when you're partnering in prayer, position is important. There are so many uh, prayer positions. It's not funny. There's a prostrate position. There's praying on your knees. Um, there's all type of positions, even in prayer. So position means something. Position's important. And Esther was, first of all, set apart. She was appointed. She was called. And she was chosen. Does any of that sound familiar to y'all? Yes. Verse 2, 8. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. It says, I'm reading out of NKJV. I don't know what versions you guys got, but I'm reading out of NKJV. It says, so it was when the king's command and decree were heard. And when many young women were gathered at Shushan, and I, I like Susa. Some of the other scriptures use uh, Susa. Um, the citadel under the custody of Haggai, that Esther also was taken into the king's palace, into the care of Haggai, the custodian of the women. Verse nine says, now the young women pleased him and she obtained his favor. So he readily gave beauty preparations to her besides her allowance. So she received favor above what everyone else got. She received um, preparations, beautifications um, for, the will of, for the will of God, right? In this area. Then seven choice maidservants were provided for her. There's more provision. So now she's got her, she's got abundance, she's got favor above many, and now she's got a provision. She's got seven handmaids. She's got seven maidservants that were provided for her from the king's palace. And he moved her and her maidservants to the best place in the house of the women. Now, that says a lot. <laughs> verse eight and verse nine speaks to a lot. It speaks to how she was, what I started out saying, set apart, right? So there was a concubine of women. There was a concubine of women. There was many of them and they were all housed and they were all being watched over by their noblemen, right? By their eunuchs. 
and they were being watched over. And so there's just, let's say I'm just throwing a number. There's a hundred of them in one space. Hey, Freedom Fighters. Sorry to interrupt, but I have great news. You're going to be so excited about. We have opened up semester two of our Freedom Fighters Mentorship Academy. For those that missed semester one, no worries. We now have our new registration that is open. It will be closing February 25th so you do not want to wait in semester two we will be covering strategic prayer and prophecy prophetic watchmen and prayer watches the art of intercession spiritual midwifery soul ties dreams and dream interpretations inner healing and so much more so go now to the link in the episode description or you can go to my website at theflawedandfree.com and sign up and register talk to you soon bye-bye So God, even you as the women of God, God will separate you and set you apart in preparation for your marriage to your kingdom husband. He will set you apart. He will move you out of some places that you may be familiar with, that you may be comfortable with. He will set you apart. So she moved, but she didn't just move once. She moved twice. And it was the king. It was the king which, which mandated these moves in Esther's life because he had the power and the authority and he gave her favor in this time. These beautifications that were happening was preparation. It was a purification process that these women were going forward in so that they would have the opportunity to possibly step in position as the king's wife. Remember, Vashti was his was King Xerxes' wife. She dishonored in disobedience because she disobeyed a command of King Xerxes, and therefore she was put out of the kingdom. She was put out of the kingdom. And so for, I believe it was two years, I think longer than that, he went without a wife. King Xerxes went without a wife. And this is the process that they were going through to find him a new wife. And so he found, Esther found favor in this season. He found, and she was given favor. She was set apart and she was appointed. So she was appointed, meaning she was positioned. As the women of God, God will position you. He will move you. He might move states. He might move jobs. He might, I don't, we don't know how God is going to move in our life. And a lot of things that don't happen in our life is, oh, Michelle said countries, come through Jesus. She moved countries. God will move you. And we can truly see the move of God when you see movement. Things that are dead, dry, uh, dormant, stagnant, demonic, not God. Now, there will be seasons that God will have you sitting still. 
there will be seasons that you might want to see movement and it doesn't, you don't see movement. So for those of us that are in waiting, for those of us, it's like, you know what? I've been waiting, 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 and ain't none shaking. Ain't none shaking for your girl. But the question is, where are you in the spirit? Are you even positioned to be moved? Esther was moved twice before she even came into the inner courts and came close to King Xerxes, where the other women were in the outer court. They were, in, they were outside. And some of the kids say today, oh, she outside. That means you out there, right? She outside. Jocelyn Lavin, that's what my daughter say. She's like, oh, mama, she outside. That means you for the streets. So those, you know, God forbid them sis, those sis, they was in the streets. They was in the streets, but y'all not in the streets, right? Those that are readying and waiting on their kingdom spouses, that you're not in them streets. God will move you. We in these spiritual streets. Come through, Alexis. We in these spiritual streets. So when you come and you transition out of a space and you go from being in them streets like I used to be, right? And you come into these spiritual streets, you are then appointed and positioned. You are then moved from here to there. Y'all talk, some of y'all know my one of my few slogans. I, 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 my goal and mission is to move you from your now to your next. If you're not moving in some area of your life, then you must go to God in prayer and ask him why. It, you know, what should you do? What is the plan and how to get there? In Jesus' name. So there was movement. We see movement in Esther too. We see Esther being set apart, one, number one. So she was pulled away from the other women. And she was given favor. So she was separated from where she was and put in a new place. And then as she went through the beautification process, that leads me now into Point two, purification. <laughs> Listen, for y'all that's taking notes, baby, this was hitting me something serious, you know, as I was restudying Esther, as I was restudying, look, Michelle says she transitioned to new levels. Come on, come on now, come on, come on. But as Esther was being positioned in this place, as she was being set apart, appointed, she was called. She was called. Who called her? The king. Who's calling you? The king. Baby, I'm finna fall out on this floor. In Jesus' name. Who's calling you? The king of all kings. In Jesus' name. See, y'all want to live this Esther life, but do you really want to live this Esther life? Because if you look in Esther 416, there's a lot more to go from here. But Esther fasted no food and no drink for three whole days in order to see deliverance for her people. Listen, God is going, do you know most of the fast I do are not for me? That's a whole nother level of obedience. When you start to turn your plate down 
for your sister's breakthrough, for your mama's breakthrough, for your children's breakthrough, for your husband that you have not yet met. Listen, this is not a game, right? You got to come out of that whole me, 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 right? Esther was positioned and called by God for such a time as this, the word of God says, if you read all of Esther, right? For such, even, uh, <laughs> for such a time as this, her cousin told her, listen, you are called, you were set in this position to be able to deliver us from the hands of the enemy. But if you won't even allow God to disconnect you, to set you apart, if you won't answer the call, if you don't understand where you're positioned in the spirit, if you don't know where you are and you're walking around confused, you don't know your identity, you don't know your purpose, you don't know God's plan, and God got the plan, he's finna give it to you. He got it. Remember I said the kingdom of light functions in light, in revelation, in healing, in knowledge, in wisdom. The kingdom of darkness is the only thing that deceives you, that lies to you and keeps you in a space of secrecy. Listen, I don't play them games. Let, let, well, well, let, let, listen, put it out. Let's put it. And maybe that's why I'm so transparent and real, right? Because I, I, when I was looking to find who I was, not only as an individual, but in ministry, I saw a lot of leaders that did not ever show nor tell me how they got there. And I thought to myself, well, was you born with a Bible in your hand? Am I the only one that was out in these streets sinning? Was I the only one out here sexing and, and twerking and, and, and out here in these streets, surely that cannot be the case. And y'all up in here, you need to go pray. You need to be delivered. Well, can you tell me how? Because I want to be free. Please help me. They just give you a scripture. Then what you finna do? Right? So I just, I, when I went to God, I said, God, listen, your girl, that's not finna be me. If you listen to any part of my podcast, I tell you how I came out of sexual immorality. I tell you how I came out of masturbation and pornography. I tell you how I was loose from generational curses that was sit in my bloodline. I was a whole Marine spirit in these streets. I was a whole seductress out here clowning what I thought was living my best life. But the devil had a plan for my life, but God had a better plan. And he mad now because sis ain't never going back in Jesus' name. So I go back and I pull others out of the sand. I go back and I pull others out of the mud. I go back and tell you, since I done been here, done that, got and got a t-shirt, a whole t-shirt company in Jesus' name can make you one if you want one now. What you want yours to say? Since I sent it to you tomorrow, you understand? Like, this is what it is. But at the end of the day, I understand now even why he allowed me to go through those years of bondage. Because literally, there's nothing that people can say to me that I probably haven't done, haven't tried, haven't seen, or haven't heard. 
people behind. Well, you know, I'm kind of struggling. You know, I kind of, you know, kind of was messing with these girls. You know, I'm a, you know, I prefer men, but you know, I, I was, I was messing around with a girl in college and I thought been there, done that, lived a whole bisexual lifestyle in secret. But Satan can't do nothing to me about my past. You, what you finna do? Nothing. Cause I've been delivered, set free. I don't have to live in bondage and secrecy and hiding behind. My family was looking crazy when I came out with that podcast. Like, mama, oh my God, you should have warned. We should have warned you about what? My testimony? Ain't got nothing to do with you, sis. Love you. But this is how God has allowed me. And this is how God wants to use you. Many of you think you're supposed to be doing this and doing that. Sometimes it's just literally you sharing your testimony with another woman of God to say, I see you and I'm gonna pray with you and I'm gonna turn my plate down for you because I want to see breakthrough for your life. I want to see you be delivered. I want to see God come through for you until my time comes, baby. If your husband two months away and mine two years, we finna celebrate yours is two months away till mine show up in two years, right? This is what we are called to do as sons of God, as daughters of the King. This is what we are called to do is to uplift, to empower, to disciple, to edify, to encourage, to support, to help as the body of Christ, as the body of believers, as a member in the body of Christ. It's not all about you. It ain't never been about you. Your creation in this earth is not even about you. It is still about him, his will for your life and what he's called you to do to help serve others. It's never about you. That's why I say, yes, the topic of today, we talk about kingdom marriage, but it ain't about the man. It ain't about the marriage. It ain't about the ministry. It ain't about your billion dollar business. It's not about that. God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things will be added unto you. I'm going to tell you right now, you won't have to toil in prayer for the man, the ministry, the money, the marriage. You know why? Because if you seek him and his face and his kingdom and his righteousness, everything you want, everything you need, every desire, every wish, every will, every want will be given to you freely. You ain't got to fight. You ain't got to beg, sis. You ain't got to plead for a man. You ain't got to be snotting and sniveling. Oh my God, right? He already know. When is it going to come? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I can't take it another day, right? He's watching your heart posture. So Esther went into pur purification, not just Esther, but all of the women. There was a purification season. Go to Esther 2 and 12. For those that read, you're going to know what I'm talking about. I'm going to mess with y'all. Not really, because we're doing this together. I'm just teasing. Esther 2 and 12, women of God. So there is a purification season. 
and in the in the word of god different some of them say beautification purification depends on the translation that you're reading but i heard the lord tell me so i'm sharing it with you purification there's a season of purification in the word of God. Purification is what I'm also referencing to you as preparation. There's a season of preparation as you are preparing for your kingdom spouse, as you are preparing for the promise of God, whether it be your spouse, whether it be your ministry, your marriage, your finances, whatever it may be, God will not only set you apart. He will not only appoint you. He will not only call you, but he will will also choose you for something for such a time as this for whatever it may be you must make sure that you're in the right position you're in the right posture and you are in a season of preparation your preparation season is a season of purification so this season of purification i'm going to read and then we'll go we'll keep talking esther 212 it says each young woman's term came to go into King Ahasuerus, that's King Xerxes, after she had completed 12 months preparation, according to the regulations for the women, for thus were the days of their preparation apportioned, six months with oil of myrrh, and six months with perfumes, and preparate, and, and preparations for beautifying women so if you notice there's three there's six months with the oil of myrrh there's six months with perfumes but it does not specify the and it does not specify um the beautification process and i believe that this is coming from whatever it is that god has you going through in your season of preparation it could be deliverance it could be, it could be a number of things, right? It, whatever it is, you must be led by the Holy Spirit to get the revelation for that for yourself. As you read Esther 2 and 12 and you partner with the Holy Spirit, ask him what that is for you. What does that beautification, purification process look like for you? What does the preparation phase look like for you as a woman of God? What if it's just worship? Worship. A season of worship. A season of deliverance. Where you're getting set because you don't want to go into a marriage with spirit spouses, demons, and all. <laughs> Everybody needs to go through deliverance before they get married. And if you are married, you still need to go through deliverance in Jesus' name. Because their goal is to destroy your marriage. So deliverance is not nothing we getting around. It's saying nothing we waiting on. It's need to be something that's happening. It's a part of the healing process. And the beautification, the purification process, the preparation. So there will be a season of preparation. Now, will your season be three months, three years, or, or 13? I don't know. I don't know what that looks like for you. I can, I can give you a personal example of a season 
that I know that I was strong. This was several years ago that I was going through purification prior to a lot of my deliverance, but it was kind of around the time that I had begun the season of deliverance in my life for me, for me. And that's kind of when my bath and Bible time started. My bath and Bible. And for some of y'all that watch my stories, you might've seen me and my candles and my bath time. And I have bubble bath, the whole thing cracking, right? We be, we be up in these streets, me and God, because this was a season that God wanted me to get naked before him. This is a season that God was dealing with um, vanity that I needed deliverance from. This is a season where I took out my weave. I didn't wear no weave for two, two years, right? Um, he wanted me to strip down to my natural self. To this day, I don't wear nails often um, because I was into the nails, baby, 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 baby. Do you hear me? I was all about the look and I still about like, I like to look nice and I like to look good. As a matter of fact, I got to fight to get back because now I'd be like, I ain't finna do that. I love God and I love me where I'm going. Right. But, but my, but my baby girl be like, sis, but your husband on the way, you finna go to the store like that. I'd be like, yep. <laughs> he finna love me like this too. Ugly with a mumu on in Jesus name. So this was a season that God was dealing with me in the area of self-image, in the area of um, insecurity, vanity, and so much. And so he was stripping me. This was part of my purification phase. And so he stripped me from everything that I saw as beauty. Everything that I saw that I felt made me beautiful and started to show me me and started to show me him and me. So sis was around here feeling real ugly in these streets, right? Because you know, my hair, I had been wearing weed for like umpteen years. So I didn't know how to do my natural hair. And I was like, what in the world? Oh my God. Like feeling ugly, like, and God was dealing with me. And so we would have these bath and Bible times in the bath and Bible time. We, he would bring, I would bring the word of God. We would sit together naked, completely naked and vulnerable before God, because these are the times that I would break down. These are the times that I would really be truthful and transparent because as long as I was covered up and looking cute and this and that, I was giving him parts, right? Okay. I want to deal with this today, but I don't want to deal with this today. I'm going to hold on to this today. Okay. I want to deal. But when I was naked before God, like Adam and Eve, when he stripped me down to Adam and Eve time, well, I had to look at my body. I had to look at those imperfections. I had to sit there and deal with it. I had to go through the fact that I ain't got a 30 inches in my head and, so, and some 20 inch nails. And you know, that's the latest and the greatest, you know, I'm click, 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 clack all day long. Like, ha, 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 look at my nails. Ain't they cute? Yes, honey. Spent lots and lots and lots and lots of money on weave and hair and waxing and stuff. So God stripped me. So this purification phase of my life, I was going through back and Bible. And I remember him having me put anointing oil in my bathtub, anointing oil in the bathtub. And I was like, what? So I, fortunately for me, I made a trip to Africa and I went to Egypt. I went to Egypt and I came back with myrrh. I had frankincense and myrrh from Egypt. Baby, couldn't tell me nothing, honey. You couldn't tell me that me and my God wouldn't booze, okay? Because I had my bubble bath 
listen, bubbly's going, candles lit, because that's how we got down, right? And me and my God, I know it sounds weird, but you know, I was just developing a new relationship. And so like you do with your boo, when you trying to get, get to know him. So I'm sitting in there with my Bible. I got the whole little thing. Somebody asked me, how do you get your Bible wet? I have, I have one of those, um, trays yeah one of those trays you know and it was like a deluxe tray honey I put my bat my body scrub there look sis had I was like I ain't never leaving here this is fun and in this time in this season God had me putting uh that that uh frankincense and myrrh from Egypt in the bath water in the bath water he went as far as one day had me baptize myself in the water completely submerged completely submerged and baptized. God baptized me in my bathroom. My life changed and it continued to change. I continued to just, just surrender. Cause at that point, my hair is natural. I don't care about this weed getting wet. So yeah, I can get in the water. Whereas if I was like, if God would have told me that within 30 inches, I'd have been like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know. Can I just like put the oil on my head? Can I just like put it on my neck? You know, it costs a lot of money. This here weed costs me a little coin. God, can you meet me halfway? I stopped meeting God halfway. I stopped making him meet me halfway. And I chased after him. I chased after him. I disconnected. I let go. I had my bath and Bible. So I don't know what the purification season or looks like for you. And even to this day, I'm still going through processes of healing. I'm still going through prayer and deliverance. I'm still even now. And that was years ago. And sis is still waiting. We're going to all celebrate when he show up. I hope y'all all come. I hope y'all all come. Listen, y'all gonna be like, I remember when she was talking about, yes, y'all could get an invitation, y'all finna come. But there's a season of purification. We started talking about position. We started talking about purification. So I explained to you what this looked like for Esther. Six months of oil of myrrh, six months of beautification, whatever they call that, whatever they was doing. And they did not list. It says, it says, and preparations for beautifying women whatever that is. So this is your season of purification. This is your season of preparation. Sit with God and see what that look like, how long that's going to be, what he wants you to do in the process, how he wants you to let go of, who he wants you to add, what this looks like. It might not be like me getting baptized in the bathroom, right? It might be. He might send you down the same path. This was me. And when I began, when I threw away my sex toys, now I had stopped having sex with, with men and women a while ago, long time. I stopped the women long before that. And then I stopped with men, but I was still masturbating. This is a season where he had me get rid of it. The, 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 the enemy really came for me. I'll never forget the day. That's a whole nother topic of conversation, but in this season is when I got rid of, I mean, went through my room, anything that looks seductive, sexy, I, you know, them big heels and, you know, y'all know, don't act like I'm the only one, right? The lace, you know, little onesies and, you know, all, baby, let me tell you, I went through there like uh, the woman on waiting to exhale and set it on fire with the fire of God. 
ain't lying. I meant to lie. It's gotta go. It's gotta go. Listen, anything that looked like a stripper had to go. Because I had a lot of that stuff. Pink shoes, clear shoes, white shoes, matching teddies. What? I was ready for Satan out in these streets. So this is when I made my vow to abstinence. This is when 2018, maybe 2018, right? I made my vow to absence and slipped one time in 2019 to an unworthy fellow. And I'm going to tell you, that's why I understand when people be like, I slipped up. I'll be like, I get it, did it, done it. I understand. It was one time. And baby, when I tell you that conviction wasn't no joke, the Holy Spirit was like, beat me upside my head like you know better right and I was like this ain't it this ain't it I want my husband I want the husband I'm not gonna rape the Holy Spirit anymore do you know the Holy Spirit lives within you and when you give yourself to a man that is not a man in marriage that was divinely destined for you you are giving away not only pieces of your soul but pieces of yourself to someone that you don't belong to and he's taking it from you and you ask Listen up, guys, I have great news. So we have just opened up the opportunity for you to receive all of the e-courses from our Freedom Fighter Mentorship Academy. So if you missed semester one, it's okay. Though you missed the mentorship portion, we still have an opportunity for you to get our e-courses. So there were 10 courses that we completed over the spiritual law and legal rights. We discussed the courts of heaven, prayer and deliverance and strategic and effective prayer and so much more. I do not want you to miss this amazing content. So go now to the link in the episode description or the show description, wherever you are chiming in and tuning in from and go and gather up one of those courses or you can get the entire bundle at a discounted price so i am pray i am prayerful that you will check it out today until next time see you later demonic demon that they got into your life and y'all swapping fluids y'all swapping demons and everything else and they just piling up piling up piling up piling up now you can't figure out why you angry and punching holes in the wall and and anxious and mad because you taking on these demons right that don't need to be there so in this season, I had to repent. I had to, I had to renounce some things. I had to let go of some things. I had to move forward. So this is the season where I began to become abstinent. So for you, and I've been, I don't, I didn't lost track. I don't even keep track no more because it don't matter. I had to release the sex expectations because I'm not anticipating ever having sex unless my man show up, my husband. So if it be 10, 20, God forbid, whatever it is, I don't need to count because sis ain't going ever it's not a man out here that can even entice me to lay down with him ever that's not my husband so this is where I'm finna be I'm not counting nothing I'm like oh sis ain't making no moves I called disconnected blocked all of my little boos and and situations and told them that this is the end of the road <laughs> play boys the men send them the link it's time to go
that part. <laughs> and some of them hit me back like, for real? You sure? Yeah, I'm sure, sure. This is it. Right? Don't call me. Don't ask me. I ain't got nothing for you. Right? I no longer want to rape the Holy Spirit. No, thank you. I, I, I'm not. No, no. We ain't doing that no more. Not giving my body to somebody. No, those days are over. So for me, that's what my purification phase look like. So for you, if you are having sex outside of marriage, take it to God. Period. That's all I can say, right? Take it to God. So we're going to continue now. We didn't went through deliverance. We didn't talked about the kingdom of God. We didn't talked about position and purification. Now the fun part, promise for those that are taking notes. Promise is your third point. Promise, promise, the promises of God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You want to see the manifestations and not, not, demon, not like they, that they're doing out here in this new age. The manifestations of God come to pass in your life. Be obedient to God. Give him your yes every day, all day. Even if you stumble, fall, and fail, you get back up. I don't even care. I don't care if you slip up, God forbid, and you have a raisin over this three-day fast. You're going to keep going. Do you understand me in Jesus' name? You're going to repent for the raisin, okay? Repent for the raisin and keep it pushing. Got it? Okay, let me go through all screens here. There's a bunch of y'all on here. Some of y'all didn't let go already. Um, for those that are here for that this is for, if it be a raisin that you just slipped and forgot, right? Don't condemn yourself. Don't sit there and be like, oh my God, I messed up my fast. I'm not going to see God. I'm not going to see the promises of God and the breakthrough of God. That's condemnation. That's a lie. The devil's a liar. God has already paid the price on the cross. You're going to repent. You're going to renounce that raisin. <laughs> and you're going to get right back on the horse and you're going to finish this fast in Jesus name. You're going to finish this fast in Jesus name. And God ain't going to remember the raisin after you repent. I promise. I assure you that. I assure you. So I hope and expect and pray the covering and the blood of Jesus over your lives, that as you proceed over the next couple of days, that I see all of you happy, shining, like I see you tonight. Don't let the devil get you in these three days. Because he, he don't want you to fast. He don't want to see breakthrough. He don't want to see the promises of God come for your life. He don't want, but he can't stop. And the only person that can stop it is you. So if you get in your own way, then sorry for you, sis. You did it, God didn't. Do not get in your own way. Do not self-sabotage. Do not let the enemy trick you into talking crazy to you. You just keep going. I told y'all, I slipped once in 2019 with, a un, with, with, with a very lucky fella because he lucky to even touch me in Jesus' name. But I slipped, I repented. <laughs> Y'all laughing. And I kept it pushing. And I ain't never let a man touch me since. We in 2022. Not a kiss. Not a handhold. Not a hug. Not a side hug. Nothing. 
baby i feel for my husband because it's going down baby listen he gonna be like is this what we doing this is exactly what we doing in jesus name <laughs> in jesus name look somebody said that my husband went through it look y'all <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Y'all like, we here for this. We here for this. We here for this. But the promise is the last point of the night. And I want you guys to focus on the king and not the ring. That's what I want you to focus on. I don't want you to look at the wedding and what everybody else got going on. And oh, so-and-so just got, look how beautiful. Yeah, that's nice. And that's good. That, there's a whole covenant that you're getting ready to enter, to enter into when you get married. There's a whole nother responsibility that comes with that covenant. I've been married before. Um, though I am divorced, I know what it looks like. Marriages are work. And if you don't have God in the center of it, and for those that are on this call that are married, y'all can go, go ahead and put it in the comments. Listen, after y'all snatch them pretty dresses off and wipe that makeup off and get in the bed with the man that you finna be looking at every day, some things be looking a little different some days, right? You'd be like, okay um, now what? Right. All right. Things when times, when things get hard, you, you, you get tested and it's not, it's, it's not always rainbows and unicorns. And you know, the wedding is over, right? Reading over the pictures is down. People ain't even looking at it no more on Instagram. Like, yeah, this is where the real work kicks in. And if you are not in a God appointed marriage, and if you are not and a God divinely connected marriage, you got even more work. It's not worth settling. Cause now you got to work twice as hard because he ain't safe. And now you as the wife got to stand in the gap to cover the unbeliever, to cover this, cover this, cover this, cover that. So baby, you might as well knuckle up for real in the spirit. If you chose that man that you thought you could save, that man that you thought you could get to the altar. Oh, well, maybe if I just this, or maybe if I just that. So yeah, now you finna do some double work. And this ain't for you to condemn yourself. If you're in a marriage, I was in a marriage like that. I would not have left the marriage. I got divorced. Um, I would have had to deal with what I was dealing with, right? But, you know, people think sometimes divorce is bad. It was deliverance for me. Not another story. But at the end of the day, I am here now. And now I know what it is. Married, divorced, and remarried when my kingdom husband appears. So the promises of God, there is a process. I want you to be clear in the fact that Esther, though she was called, set apart, chosen and given favor by King Xerxes, and she was used in the position that she was given to deliver her people. And so whenever God positions and moves you and transitions you into wherever he's taking you in your life, know that it's for kingdom purpose. Your marriage is for kingdom purpose. It's not for the pictures. It's not for the rings. It's not to say, oh, I, I was married. I got a husband now. It is for kingdom purpose. 
purpose. It may be for deliverance, to deliver others. It, there's an assignment to that marriage. There's an assignment to you as an individual, as you are coming into the fruition, into the knowledge and the wisdom of who you are in Christ. So you have an identity separate from your husband, but there is also an identity of the marriage as a union. You become one with your partner. So part of you and part of them, you are now one. You are now in covenant before God. And now you have a joint mission, just like we are joint heirs and we have received the kingdom's inheritance. We are the bride of Christ. We are waiting on the return of our maker. Right. So as single women in this season, we as the body of believers, we are the bride of Christ. You are a bride in waiting. You are waiting for your kingdom spouse. We are waiting for the returning of the kingdom of God, of Jesus Christ. This is what so this is this is exactly how God has designed your life to be. So the promises of God are in this time, in this season, and it's not about the beautification, though that was a process in the season. So you got people around here getting BBLs and LBBs or whatever, chest lifts, up lifts, new titties or whatever they doing. I don't know, boob jobs, whatever. I wanted one. So if you got one, more power to you. I ain't mad. But right? At the end of the day, people think that this is what's going to get them the man. It's going to get them the marriage. It's going to get them to this. They think that's what the beautification process is, but it's not. It's internal. It's internal. It's external. And it's all of the above. It's all of that wrapped into one. Sit with the Holy Spirit. For those that are currently married, I'm going to speak to y'all for a second. For y'all, some of this we didn't get prior to marriage. It's still not too late. It's still, so the same applies to you guys that are married. Still take yourself through the purification process. Still allow God to deliver you. Still allow God to help you temper your home. Still allow God to help you watch your mouth, to build up your king, which is the man of your home, the husband of your house, the man that, that God has called into your life, whether he's saved or unsaved, I don't care. You're going to do exactly as the word of God decrees and declares and tells you. Because it is your job to stand in the gap, to cover your children, to cover your home, to cover your husband, to pray for his salvation, to pray for your home, to help them. So when they acting a fool and clowning, don't act a fool with them. Go into prayer, go into your closet and do your due diligence. Sit before the Lord God, journal, read fast, turn your plate down. And do the work with the Lord and watch him work in your marriage. Watch him turn some things around. Watch God move in your marriage. Watch him move in your life. But as long as you are partnering with sin in any way, shape, fashion, or form, in any capacity, you will hinder the promises of God. Because God cannot bless you. He cannot bless your marriage. He cannot bless your union if somebody is out of order. He cannot do it, but he can do it if you stand in position if you in the right posture and you in the right place he can then do it but if you bowing down to satan and you meeting foolishness with foolishness right and you sitting up there giving back what you getting right and nobody's going nowhere it just gets worse so if you are a woman that is married 
this is not easy. I know this life too, and I can speak on it. Been married. So I know what it's like when you praying and covering your home and anointing your house and your husband snatching his hands out of your hands because he said, don't pray for me. My ex-husband said, stop praying. It was the devil, right? But he was like, stop, stop. Like he would just snatch his hands out of mine. Like, stop praying for me. I don't want to hear it and just take off. I would lean, I would get on the side of the bed to pray. He would come out of the deepest sleep ever. The enemy will wake him up like she over there praying, like stop her. He wasn't a man of God, full, like he had disconnected from God. And so he would wake up out of his sleep and leave the bed and leave the room. Sis kept praying. And I'm going to keep praying in the name of Jesus. So there is a position that you must play as a wife, if you're still a wife. I know I've been talking a lot to those that are single. Um, I think there's the vast majority, maybe not, but I believe it is because that's just kind of how things are somewhat these days. Hopefully that is changing soon. In 2022, we're going to see a lot of kingdom marriages. I decree and declare that over all of us now in Jesus name that we will see more kingdom marriages in this group and in more groups to come in Jesus name. And so we influence, women influence, and we carry weight in the kingdom, if you didn't know. That's why Satan was after Eve. We can talk another two hours on that. But we carry a lot of weight in the kingdom. And Esther was called in position to save, her, save the Jews. There was an, an order that was issued, as you guys read over the next couple of days, you will see the order that was issued for the Jews to be killed. And the reason why, through her cousin Mordecai, Mordecai would not bow down and worship. And because he would not bow down and worship, there was a judgment and, de and a decree issued for the all the Jews, anyone who was a Jew, which was Mordecai, which included Esther, to die, which she is now the king's wife. But because of the declaration and the, and the decree, if you come to my Freedom Fighter Academy, I will explain to you about spiritual law, legal rights, decrees, and declarations, and what they mean, and why they're so important, and how to use them, how to break them, how to walk through them. We go through all of that. This is very important in prayer. There was a decree that was written. There was a declaration that was written that even the king couldn't have gone against. So that would have meant that King Xerxes would have had to kill his newly appointed wife. But she stood in the gap like Jesus because she's a representative of him. Come on now. She was put there. She was positioned there. The only way that those doors opened up for Esther was because God did it. Esther did not have the power to choose herself, to get to send favor upon her life. She did not. It was God that utilized those people and saw and found favor to be positioned so that she could deliver the nation. That's how powerful the women of God are. Why do you think I fight like I fight for the women warriors? Because we're under the greatest attacks. Yes, men are being attacked. Absolutely. 
Yes. But the women, we, from the start to today, are being attacked in great, 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 great ways because of our degree of influence to shift the kingdom of God, to pull down the kingdom of heaven. It is because of the weight that we carry in the kingdom. You don't know why I'm so excited to see all y'all faces now, because I see y'all pressing into the presence of God. And as you press into the presence of God, you will see the promises of God. And if you get set free and delivered and healed, and you enter into your kingdom marriages, because I just said, yes, I woke up out my bed at 4.30, one morning and I listened to the Holy Spirit tell me that I was going to do a fast with y'all I just said yes sir and I did what he asked I don't play no games with him I don't ask no questions I don't ask who's showing up I don't ask it don't even matter if it was two people that showed up that meant it was for the two that showed up I don't care about numbers all I care about are the souls attached to Latina Jaliba. All I care about are the souls that I'm going to have to stand before and talk to God about on judgment day. When he asked me where I was, what did I do? And what, why didn't I, or why did I? That's all I care about. Cause Instagram ain't going to matter. Facebook going to be gone and everything else. So the likes and, and, and all of that, I don't chase algorithms. I don't do none of that. Sis ain't finna do it period. I'm finna do the work of the Lord every day of my life. And I don't care if you unfollow me, if you block me, delete me, uh, talk about me, better watch your mouth. Cause the word of God says to not put your mouth on the prophets of God. And, 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 and I'm gonna tell you that that ain't what you want to do, but if you choose to do it, may God be with you in Jesus name. But at the end of the day, sis ain't finna do nothing different. I'm going to keep moving and walking in the will of the Lord. Whether you like it, you agree, you manifest, you cuss me out, whatever, it don't matter. I'm going to do the work of the Lord. And as all of you should, and know that your influence carries weight, just like Esther's influence did in the kingdom of God and her influence, she was able to go, listen, when y'all keep reading, you're going to see how, I don't, it, this is going to be hard, but I'm going to try my best to make it brief. There is a position and a posture in prayer, and there is a way to enter into the holy place and into the holy of holies. In the holy of holies is a sovereign space where, where God sits on the throne, right? And before Jesus Christ went on the throne, before he shed his blood on the cross and became the sacrificial lamb, you used to have to go in the Old Testament into, you used to have to go through a priest and make a, and make a, um, sacrifice through a lamb. And what the priest used to do is the priest used to transfer your sins and your curses onto the lamb in prayer. And that is the lamb. So, so say for instance, I was a murderer and I killed somebody, right? And this is old Testament. We ain't talking about new covenant. We talking about old covenant. So I go to God and I'm like, I want to be set free. This is after the fall of Adam and Eve before Jesus Christ came. Now I used to have to go through a chief priest and I used to have to go sacrifice animals. We don't do that anymore because God became the sacrificial lamb and he stood in the gap for us. So we don't have to do that anymore. But in the old Testament, we used to have to do that. So the priest would pray 
right? So if it was my sin of murdering, he would transfer the curse of the law, which would have given me the wages of sin or what? Death. Really, all of us should be dead today. There was nothing that we could have done to restore or reconcile ourselves back to God to ever be able to enter into the kingdom of into the kingdom of heaven because of where we once were until God came. Now, here we are, Old Testament, Old Covenant. There's a lamb that used to have to be sacrificed, and then the chief priest would sacrifice the lamb, and they used to tie a rope around the priest as he entered into because he had to be cleansed, repented, renounced, and clean before he could go in. They used to tie a rope around the priest as he entered in to petition God to make the sacrifice for you on your behalf. And if he was found unclean, if he was found unrepentant, he would die in the presence of God. He would die, death, literally die. So they put the they put the uh, rope around the priest so they could drag him out of the temple, of the tabernacle. Listen, <laughs> do you understand? Do, do you understand the gravity and the weight of what God has done for us that we don't, we don't, we could just go to God and be like, hello, it's me. We couldn't do that before. The veil has been torn and now we can come before God at any given time. We have the opportunity to do so at any given day, at any given time that we can come before God and repent, repent quickly. I'm telling you, do it today, do it tomorrow. That's why I gave you the example about the raisin. And I said, don't y'all, I would hope and pray that I see every face in these three days that you don't let the spirit of condemnation come against you, that you don't let the devil talk you out of your freedom, that you don't let the devil talk you out of your brain i decree and declare that you will finish and that you will see freedom and that you will be set free in jesus name glory be to god glory be to god so know that your influence esther's influence is what delivered a nation in jesus name you are Esther in Jesus' name. You have influence. You are supposed to be sharing the gospel. You are supposed to be advancing the kingdom. You are supposed to be covering your home and your future spouse and your future children. You are supposed to be delivering nations. You, 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 I'm going to name you. And just in case you don't think I'm talking to you, Kayla, Janelle, Melody, Catrice, I Essence. Jasmine, Tori, Bree Hawkins, you, all of you, make it personal for your life. Speak to yourself. Decree over your life. Declare over your life. You tell the enemy where he going in Jesus' name. And you come into agreement with the will of God for your life. May the will of the Lord our God come to pass. Your position. I hear the Lord saying your position. Will give you possession. 
Your position will give you possession of the promise. Rakata, I feel the fire on my arms in Jesus' name. Your position will give you possession. Will give you possession of the promise. Your position, I'm going to say it one more time, will give you possession of the promise. Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, thus saith the Lord, in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory to God. Woo, I got chills all up my body. Woo, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to your name. 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 Yekalabasa. Rendelebosi. Fire, fire. Fire. Father, send your refining fire. Send your refining fire to purify your daughters as pure as gold in Jesus' name. In the preparation phase. Send your fire, Lord. Send your fire. Send your fire. Send your fire. May the Lord be glorified. May the Lord be glorified. Let's prepare to possess the land, y'all. Let's prepare to possess the land. Let's prepare to possess the land. What is in the land? What is the promises of God that have been released unto you? You are not in Egypt anymore. You will not be bound in bondage anymore. You will not be in oppression anymore. You will not accept anxiety and panic attacks. Panic attacks. In the name of Jesus, you will be loose from every demonic hindrance, every demonic blockage. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I pull down and I bind and burn every demonic power, every demonic spirit, every demonic presence that is sought after your blessings, that is stolen your blessings, that is snatched the seeds out of the ground that have been planted by yourself in Jesus' name. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we uproot and we sever at the root every demonic power, principality, and all spiritual wickedness in hard places in Jesus name that is coming up against your bloodline that is coming up against your marriage that is coming up against your life devil you are a liar devil you are a liar 
We will possess the land. We will possess the land. We will possess the land. We will possess the land in Jesus' name at the appointed time and season that the Lord has decreed and declared. We will snatch the weapons out of the hand of the enemy and we will place them at Yeshua's feet. We will bind and arrest every demon in Jesus' name that stands in our way in Jesus' name. I command that they all die by fire right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. We will possess the land. You will see the promises of God. You will meet your mate. You will come into your ministry. You will, you will, you are in Jesus' name. See, it's not over. It's just beginning. It's not over. It's not over. It's just beginning. In the name of Jesus. It's not over. We will possess the land. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Let's do it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's time to get excited. It's time to get excited. It's time to make your declaration. Get up. Arise, woman of God. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. For those that can get up, stand in your authority. 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 Yes. Hey. And the violence taken by force. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and free.